as the story goes, two cousins of vast knowledge of superheroes, movies, and video games banded together to make a podcast of wonderful topics, and it was always one way or another. Now, without further ado, the intro music! podcast i'm your co-host zachary c jones and joining today's your other co-host noah mcintyre what's up the only problem when running a podcast where the topics have unlimited amounts of diversity is that choosing a topic is difficult however mm. with the release of a new legend for the platform fighting game brawlhalla the topic for today's episode was made obvious so uh this this is a, a very great game uh i believe i was introduced to it um by my friend tyler Mm-hmm. Uh, you were, I believe, introduced to it by me, right? Yes. Yeah, I. Uh, it was one of the times we were down there in San Antonio, and I saw you playing it. Didn't really know what it was. Didn't ask you about it or anything, but you brought it up uh, for the for uh, a topic for this podcast, and I downloaded it, started playing it. I mean, you've been playing it for the past couple of days. So, yeah, you introduced it to me, and now I'm addicted to it so thank you very much for that yeah of course of course and um so what can we say about this game oh man uh i mean i I just love the fact uh how it's kind of kind of original but at the same time it's i i kind of my parallel i see is kind of like uh smash bros kind of um and also, I mean, you see these see crossovers like right now they got Kung Fu Panda, right. Adventure Time, Walking yep. Dead, Ben Ten, all the all those. Right. So I love the vast amount of characters and uh, the the connection to real life lore and mythology that they Absolutely. included. So that makes it a even better game when you add some reality into it. Yeah, uh, I think that uh, the the game experience in general just was uh, really fun. And before I ever went into the Meet the Legends tab, uh, just playing it was really fun. I love the cartoonish style of it. It's re- like I love the graphics for it. It's really fun. All the arenas, like it's it, there. It's basically artwork in the background, which I love. If you ever stop to notice, like the actual background, I could probably use that as like a lock screen or something. Um, yeah. And uh, but then you even further go into the Meet the Legend section. There's all this backstory for very, each and every legend, which is a lot of work put into it, which I thoroughly yeah. love. So hats off to uh, Blue Mammoth Games for doing that. Um, and speaking of Blue Mammoth Games, uh, what can we say about the background of this game? Well, uh, it was initially released uh, by Blue Mammoth Games uh, in April of late April of 2014. So coming up on seven years. Uh, and, uh, Blue Mammoth, uh, f- a few years after that actually got, uh, acquired by Ubisoft, a renowned video gaming, uh, of course, uh, company, you know, they have games such as Assassin's Creed, Rainbow Six Siege, The Division, and Far Cry, just to name a few. Yeah. Uh, so the, it, it started off kind of small. Uh, I believe it was only on, uh, uh, Steam, I believe, or something like that. Right. One of those. Uh, and uh, towards the uh, purchasing or acquirement of 
uh, Blue Mammoth Gaming by Ubisoft. They started uh, releasing it to Switch, Xbox, uh, PlayStation, and then uh, once Ubisoft uh, gained possession of them, they opened it up to iOS, Android, Windows, Mac. So right. it, it, it it's really been crazy, these crazy seven years for uh, Brawlhalla and Blue Mammoth Games. Right. Uh, but I think... Ubisoft buying them or or acquiring them uh, was really good for them. Uh, much better, much better exposure because I mean, like I said, Ubisoft is renowned. Uh, yeah, great games. Yes, great games. So, uh, they, I mean, it was a great. It was great for, for great for us uh, fans of the game. So, yeah. Could, Uh, that's that's about it. Yeah. Um. And so uh, I think that I, I'm honestly really glad for Ubisoft buying it because I, yeah. I do have wonder if maybe without that it wouldn't have grown as successful as it is now. But mm-hmm. I am really happy with the success it has now. It uh, recently launched its first battle pass, I believe, early 2020, mid 2020, somewhere around there. Um. And then uh. Now we're up to Battle Pass 3, and I really enjoy the Battle Pass. This is actually the first one I have, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's a really fun experience, just like you have with Fortnite or Rocket League or any of those games where you have the progression passes and stuff like that. So yeah, that, I really enjoy it. Um, and uh, one of the things is going to be a, um, a, a huge discussion. There's so many things to discuss about it yeah. is the lore. There is a lot to discuss. There's a lot of categorizing of legends. There's a lot yeah. of Orion Artemis based stuff, of course, uh, which is basically the, the kind of the core of it. Uh, so mm. starting off with the lore, uh, what do you have to say about it like firsthand? So, uh, I mean, I, I've kind of had some exposure to some of it uh, previously, like uh, the Greek mythology and Greek, Greek lore. I was right. a real nerd. Uh, when it mm. came to Greek mythology and stuff, so that yeah. that excites me. Um, and then obviously, it's all totally based around Norse mythology, uh, which hosts uh, a, a numerous amount of famous uh, gods or whatever you want to call them, like Odin, Thor, Loki, right. just to name a few. So uh, that that kind of basis is really amazing for someone like i said like me who had uh, was kind of nerdy with with, uh, mythologies and and things like that and to kind of see all the all these uh mythos kind of bunched into one giant mythology is is cool and uh very interesting to see play out in game form so i'm excited to see who else they bring because I mean, Absolutely. the numbers are endless for the amounts of mythologies and characters they could bring. So it's they've got a they've got a, a lot of great characters to bring in in the future. Yeah. So I, I don't see this going anywhere but up from here. And uh, I've actually done the math because there are thirteen weapons uh, for Brawlhalla, and uh, what happens? Uh, have a legend is that. They'll um it'll be a weapon combo um 
where it's either it, it has to be one weapon and another uh, it can't be the same weapon obviously uh, and there can't be a repeat of weapons uh, so if there is already a sword and uh, grapple hammer referencing Bodvar of course um, there can't be another sword and grapple hammer uh, yeah. so and there's 13 weapons and they have 54 legends currently I believe um, and uh, so doing the math uh, 13 weapons uh, with two uh, combos um, there's 78 uh, combinations they can possibly have, and they've already done 54. Wow. So uh, it'll be <laughs> if they don't release uh, a weapon per se uh, yeah. in the next four years, maybe we'll see all those uh, 78 combinations because they release <laughs> a, a new legend about every three months. So probably not going to happen. Um, they'll probably release a new weapon by then. But uh, who I imagine knows? so. Uh, honestly, myself, I've been kind of like creating my own type of legends based on what weapon combinations could be good um there's a lot of weapon combinations i feel like a lot of people want to see um and they the the recently released great sword uh is actually um one like one of the best weapons in the game in my opinion at least um there's only Mm -hmm. three legends for it so i feel like there's a lot of legends else that could be made from that as well um so yeah uh but back to the more of the lore aspect of it. I try to kind of got off track there talking about the weapons. Um, no, you're fine. But yeah, there's there's 54 legends, and um, uh, imagine our research when we had to read up on about probably about five paragraphs for all these 54 legends. Hold mm-hmm. on, let me just pull out my calculator, do some quick math there. 54 times five is going to equal 270. 270 paragraphs of of research, basically. Um, but it was worth it, obviously, because they're all interesting stories. Uh, so yes. why, don't, why don't you uh, kick, kick us off with a little bit of the Artemis and or- Orion story? So Ar- Artemis and Orion, uh, obviously, real life lore kind of differs. Uh, like you told me, you've read up on this. Right. Uh, so one sees them as kind of lovers and Artemis's brother kind of gets jealous of uh, how much time and affection she gives to uh, uh, Artemis gives to Orion and he tricks her into killing him. And then there's another lore where they're fierce rivals and constantly trying to kill each other. And uh, I believe in Brawlhalla, it's, it's the latter. It's them right. trying to kill each other and, and being foes because I mean, who, re- who really wants a, a love story? in a yeah. fighting game. <laughs> so, uh, Orion and Artemis are, are destined to fight for fight against each other forever. Uh, and Orion's kind of more vague in his, in his background and his, and where, what happens, what happened to him and everything. Yeah. That is his background is it's vague and it's mysterious and strange. Yeah. So that might be something we see further in the, in the future, kind of, under, right. kind of learn more where he comes from and Artemis. It's more straightforward. She's, yeah. she's, uh, uh, the son of God or son, the daughter of gods of Greek gods. And, um, she, like I said, she's constantly trying to get better and, uh, better herself to beat Orion because I imagine one someday there'll be a huge head-on fight that'll that ha- will have everybody on the edge of their seats, and uh, so so that that aspect of the lore is intriguing to see wh- how it'll 
play out mainly because we don't know f- so much about Orion. So yeah, it, it'll be itre- interesting to see that connection um, to going forward and how they play, how they play with that, and how they how they make it make it work. So I'm yeah. excited to see it. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's a lot of lore uh, expansion they can do with Brawlhalla. And uh, mm-hmm. you uh, talking about the Artemis being uh, the daughter of uh, God's Redeemer. Uh, I believe in Greek mythology, she is the daughter of Zeus. I could be wrong on that. Or like Zeus is her grandfather or something like that. It's, it's real confusing because, you know, in the mythologies, especially with Zeus, who's the god of gods or the king of the gods or whatever, Right. He does not care who you are if you're a beautiful woman. He he wants you in in that way. Even <laughs> if you're his d- daughter, granddaughter, so she might even be his daughter and they have kids together. So who knows? It's it's all yeah. messed up. It's all it, messed it, up. Very messed up. Let's hope Brawlhalla doesn't grow go into that oh, aspect it, of Greek myth. If it does, I might it might be a I'm good. I'm I'm good. I'm done. You had to, you had yeah. me until you had me until there. You, you, there was a line in the sand, and you, you you just crossed it by a mile. So yeah, forty million Hopefully. players worldwide dropped to zero players worldwide. <laughs> that 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 would probably be the biggest drop in in players yeah. that any video game's ever seen. Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't even know what would be the the uh, prior to that. Um, I, I can't even either. think of. Is where a video game has made a horrible decision that's lost a lot of players. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Oh, <laughs> I, I I know personally. I got that game. It was horrible. wasn't as, at all what it was expected to be. Thankfully, yeah. they they gave gave most, if not everybody, refunds for it. So, yeah, that was that was a very good call right there. I couldn't think of anything, but nice. nice. Good. <laughs> so you so you know you screwed up when you have to refund everybody. The game, yeah. the money for that you spent, they spent on the game. So if only uh, Batman versus Superman did that. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'd yeah. be funny. Yeah. Um. And then, uh, so it makes me just wonder, uh, if uh, because we have all these kind of like Greek and Norse gods, uh, mm-hmm. kind of coming in. Uh, I wonder if like, uh, later on, maybe someone like Zeus will show new parents, right? Uh, That'd be cool. In Greek mythology, Orion is the son of Poseidon. Maybe he'll show an appearance, which makes you, which makes me realize that Orion and Artemis are related. Greek mythology is messed up, man. It is all the gods in Greek myth, all the gods in pretty much any mythology are related. I think Norse. Oh gosh, I, just real, I just realized that Zeus's wife is his sister. Yes, like I said, they're very incestuous. Yeah. Um, in mythology, I, I'm not too sure about Norse mythology, but I. I believe that they're less incestuous, but uh, yeah. yeah, Greek, Roman, Egyptian, yeah, they're all kind of liberal with what's okay and what's not. Yeah, that's well. I mean, gods do whatever they want, I guess. Which is yeah, that's true. Um, they- I don't, but either way, uh, I kind of because Artemis kind of has this whole backstory where she was summoned into being as soon as Orion was kind of created. Uh, basically to defeat him so i mm-hmm. wonder if it's kind of a thing where maybe some sort of poseidon character right created yeah. a rock of some sort um and uh, a zeus sort of character maybe it is zeus maybe it's not uh created artemis because with a kind of sibling rivalry with the uh character that created orion 
you know, mm-hmm. kind of to like say, hey, you're going to create this uh, super yeah. kind of uh, warrior. I'm going to create my own to rival yours, right? Yeah. So that's one uh, theory that I'm going to uh, shout out there to uh, for the kind of why Artemis and Orion and Brawlhalla are kind of there. Um, that's, that's an interesting one. Yeah. So what do you have to say about it? Uh, I, I, I honestly hope that's what it is. Cause that would be really interesting and it would kind of further that plot and make it even better and kind of real people in even more. Yeah. And like you said, it could bring in a whole new slew of characters with Poseidon, Zeus. Um, they would probably bring in Hades as well. The, all three of them being brothers and even have maybe him create a, create a super soldier, so to yeah. speak. Which would be interesting, and you know, I would. That'd be some great lore right there. That would be amazing. So I could definitely see that kind of Poseidon, like oh, like you said, bring having his own super soldier, making it his own, and Zeus being the king of the gods, him being like, hey, hey, now I know you're a pretty powerful, powerful being, but we all know who's number one. So don't. Yep. Let, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you give Artemis out here, and she's gonna be the kind of. The 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 uh, neutralizer of the, of all this, right? So it it is very interesting, and obviously it always comes down to ego and everything. Obviously, so so it, it, that would be really cool to see them kind of play on that aspect of the lore and go down that path and bring in a whole bunch of new characters. Yeah, so that'd be like very. Said, it would, and I, and like I said, I hope that it, that's the case because that. That would be really cool. Yeah. And um, kind of reaching more of the 20-minute mark, uh, something we've said for kind of a, a segment we do, moving on from the Orion and Artemis kind of lore um, and theories for that, um, there's a lot of, like, kind of sections and categories we can go into for each of the legends because they all have a lot of their own um, kind of backstories that kind of connect. So, and then one of them is, is what, we, uh, what we found out. So if you read Bryn's... Um, uh, meet the legends. Um, her lore suggests that she's Hypernia's daughter, and yep. that her father is immortal. Now you go over to Sir Roland's uh, yep. meet the legends, and he falls in love with Hypernia. Uh, swears himself to uh all uh, to do all these things just to meet her again or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, and then they're a thing. So we have made the connection. I, I'm I'm really like honestly 99% sure of this is certainty. Sir Roland is Bryn's father. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah, and that that puts them in a whole other category. That's honestly really exciting to find out. Mm-hmm. That that, that really is because they kind of put it out there to where it seems oh well, this is a hunt. This got to be this got to be it. But at the same time, they kind of leave the door open for themselves to yeah. To to hit you with something out of left field, so yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how they play this. Um, I mean, it, it would make sense because Bryn is also this kind of mighty warrior, and Sir Roland's a knight. You know, they don't get much mightier than that, except for you know, kind of people like Bryn or beings right. like Bryn. So it, it'll be interesting to see that kind of nobility lineage play out and how he he was this this mortal who saw her once because he, he he pierced through the veil of the, his eyes pierced through the veil of the of the worlds and could see into Valhalla and Asgard and then he just 
he dedicated his life to seeing her again and being as being as good of a fighter and a, a person as he could be to get accepted into Valhalla. So it, it'll be interesting to see how they play this. I'm 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 personally very uh, invested in this because, as you know, Bren is my favorite character to play with. Right. So I'm invested in it. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And like you said, I I, I agree with you. I, I think that this is almost almost a, a sure done deal yeah. that he's her father. But like I said, they kind of yeah. left that wiggle room for themselves. So if they yeah. wanted to, they could just hit you out of left field with it. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I think as we were talking about how like Zeus, Poseidon, Hades, kind of those characters can come into play. I feel like Hyperion is another one that can possibly come into play uh, because uh, that could be a great legend to kind of uh, put into the game. Um, I can't even think of what weapon combo she could possibly be. Uh, possibly axe or uh, possibly also another spear kind of to take after um, Bryn or as Bryn would take after her because, you know, she's Bryn's mother. Um, but either way, I'd love to see that character come into play. Uh, moving into another kind of category we kind of have is uh, there's a whole kingdom of Batavia. And um, uh, Diana, uh, Exalted uh, uh, Order of the... No, the Order of the Exalted Lion or whatever. We'll move into that category later. Uh, she slew um, the um, go, the Mad King of Batavia, the Vampire King of... Uh, the Mad Vampire King of Batavia, and the Ghost Mad Va- uh, Vampire King of Batavia or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that all turns out to be Volkov, right? So, and Volkov turns out to be also another speaking of father relations the father of caspian i believe yeah and um it, it, it's just interesting to read because you read first about caspian and you read all about how he's uh this kind of wayward son stealing uh august 32nd even uh doing all this stuff and then you find out uh you read along to volkov you find out that he's the uh mad king of batavia that reincarnated as a vampire and then a ghost vampire. Um, and I don't know. It's really fun to make that connection yet again. Um, and honestly, it's another kind of thing that uh, I'd like for Hollow to explore is kind of like the relationship between Volkov and Caspian, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I, I even, uh, I told you, when, uh, yesterday when we were talking about this, you know, Caspian was probably, the most interesting and probably my most favorite of total, not my most, not my favorite to play with, but my favorite of them all just cause yeah. he is this kind of master thief. And they also play into the, uh, Sherlock Holmes, uh, not really myth, but that, that kind of that realm and how right. he, he stumped Sherlock Holmes, the, the greatest detective to ever live. And, sure uh but uh it, it was really really interesting to to read more about him and how it was kind of yeah. it was kind of more of a common uh backstory of how he was kind of kind of shunned not really shunned but kind of pushed away kind of scooted away shooed from his fa- by his father kind of like yeah he his father was more like uh, I'm more about me, more about ruling. I don't I don't really care about you. Yeah, and it's kind of a common occurrence yeah, in in today's time. And 
you hear about criminals and everything. And it really happens because, you know, father either don't have a dad or one like the, the, the vampire king, Volkov. Yeah. He, he's not, not that great of a dad. So right. it kind of led Caspian down this, down this path of becoming the best criminal to ever live and to, yeah. to, to stealing some of the, the, some of the things at that time he never would have imagined could be yeah. stolen. So, yeah. Um, and as I mentioned, uh, the order of the exalted line earlier with Diana, um, that's another whole thing for Brawlhalla is the order of the exalted lion. It's basically, um, I want to try and find a kind of comparison. It's kind of like, um, I kind of want to kind of kind of compare it to like shield, but for like supernatural things, kind of whatever for Brawlhalla. Uh, it's basically like a, um, uh, uh, like a task force basically, um, to hunt uh hunt down monsters that are torturing or not not torturing people but antagonizing people uh to kind of like study the um the the ways of magic and all that over yeah and diana of course is like their best agent best worker whatever you want to call her i'm not really sure what to call her um and uh also bringing that up there's skins for that uh which uh also have nash and i believe one other person can't remember who the other one is but uh it just begs theory. Were they uh, somewhat recruited for this order or something like that? Yeah. Um, National Horse lived in prehistoric times, so it kind of makes you wonder how that is even possible. Maybe they use some sort of time travel. Um, all this, like all this stuff, would just be so interesting to see in a show. <laughs> yeah, it really would be. Yeah, and then of course, uh, with the Order of the Exalted Land, we have Octavius Mordex. One of my favorite characters. Uh, basically, he's a backstabbing son of a. B- I'm kidding. Uh, but um, yeah, he is though. Uh, he um, worked with the order, obviously, and he was obsessed with main uh, uh, getting a bunch of power, basically, which is a, a power grab. It's one of the most common themes um, where uh, he stole. Uh, he he would secretly uh, do these things under the um, under the nose of the mm-hmm. order of the exalted lion. And he stole the power from some ice witches. He stole a, a scythe from some other people. I can't remember. But then eventually Diana caught him. And um, so they're basically like uh, rivals with like they're, we, we're seeing a lot of those kind of relationships between legends. There's another one, Diana and uh, uh, Mordex. And yeah. imagine her surprise seeing him in um, Valhalla because she doesn't obviously she's not going to believe that he deserves a spot in Valhalla. Uh, so there's that confliction and uh, conflict. Yeah. There. So, I don't know what do you have to say about it. It's it, it's really really interesting. I mean, Azoth. I mean, he kind of nowadays he's he's like uh, he keeps getting summoned to cause destruction and chaos in the world. And if you read about it, he he actually doesn't want to do that anymore. Not that he wouldn't, he doesn't like it or whatever. He would just kind of, he'd like to be retired. He, he doesn't want to keep doing this for eternity. But Diana, Diana will, is, like you said, she's kind of a protector of of the world of this of our of our world against the supernatural. And Azoth's probably the biggest bad she's ever seen or she's ever dealt with. 
because of how many times he keeps coming back after he, he dies or gets casted out or whatever you want to say. So it's it's really it's really interesting to see how how she doesn't give up, how she just keeps going, and how even though Azoth was this kind of kind of a, a, a conqueror, he was a conqueror, I'll say, and how he was very hubris, and uh, even though now. He doesn't want to keep keep causing unwanted destruction in the world. He he he's caused a lot of uh, of of pain and suffering, and there's probably no end to it because his, his followers, his cultist followers, they, they 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 don't care whether he wants to retire or not. He just yeah, they just they want to destroy the world. So. It's interesting to see how uh, how this bad guy who who would never think of not wanting to to conquer and to to rule the world kind of is. He, that's where he's at. He's just like, I just want to retire, guys. Like, yeah. I just want to sit back, relax, not constantly destroy the world. Yeah, I but point. Yeah. They 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 don't, but some people are too stubborn to 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 get the point. So yeah, be, it's that's another another lore that'll be interesting to see how it plays out if he actually ever will get that piece, and or yeah. if he just keeps getting bigger and better. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, and, and again, this is kind of why. Ah, oh, sorry, I hit my foot. Who cares? But um, this is kind of why. I want a TV show out of this so bad because there's so much of this lore that they can just explore and so much of that, literally, like, there, there's so much that you can just grab from this. There's so many characters. There's literally 54 and more on the way. Just mm-hmm. uh, a new one just came. Um, it was, it, And it's all amazing, honestly. Um, yeah. Wait, is there 53? I think there's only 53. Because uh... Jayun, I know, was the 50th. And after Jayun, there's only Mako. Then Magyar, then Reno. Yeah, I think there's only 53. I said 54. I apologize. Oof. Boy, whatever. Okay, they'll have a 54th legend and sometime in uh, September or something, so uh, then I'll be correct about it. We'll just release this episode in September. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, there we go. Yeah. Um, but another um, kind of connection, we have Thatch, who won his pirate ship through a demon coin, and then we see that very mm-hmm. same demon coin um, being used by Cross, who has a deal with the demon. Yep. So there's another connection right there. Um, and I love it because there's always like those little slide connections. You never know unless you read the Meet the Legends. Uh, by the way, mm-hmm. if you if you are a fan of Brawlhalla and if you do play it, I completely encourage you to read Meet the Legends or at least read the Meet the Legend for the player you play as or the few players that you play as because yeah. they are very interesting. And it's it it's honestly makes it a lot more fun to um to play as a character knowing their backstory. Won't you agree? Completely. It, it it's it, it it kind of makes you think that, or at least for me, it does. Like you're kind of unofficially playing through the story, right? So it, it 
that's something I kind of wish Brawlhalla had was because I mean we have a battle pass, but I kind of wish there was a, a kind of a story to it. Oh, that's kind of a thought about kind of like a or a story mode that you can play. Maybe they'll bring that to us in the future. Hopefully, because that would be cool to kind of see all these, all the, uh, all the information we have from them play out. So, it, but you're right; it is it is more interesting, and I do encourage you to at least go read your favorite character or a few characters that you that you like to play as. Because it, 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 even if it doesn't make you feel different playing it, it's still cool to know their backstory and yeah, everything. Um, and then, uh, one more connection, and this will probably be the last one, and then we'll kind of start talking more about the gaming experience of the game, because that's what we've been playing, so, uh, mm-hmm. and not only just for fun, but kind of just to do a little of our own fun research for the podcast, but, uh, mm-hmm. one more connection is the legend that just came out, of course, um, what's his face, uh, Reno. Reno. Um, yeah, he is actually an alien bounty hunter, and... The alien he's hunting in the trailer is actually Lord Rax because Lord Rax is this alien king conqueror kind of dude, and mm-hmm. uh, he has a bounty on his head, obviously. And Reno is a hunter of him, so yep. that's that's a really fun connection right there as well. And you know, I, actually, I said that was the last connection, but I'm just gonna go ahead and uh, say the other connections that come to mind. Uh, there's an elven king that kind of connects to Dusk as well as he's kind of uh, a little bit. Uh, he's very associated with the Fangwild which uh, automatically associates with Ember, who's the protector of the Fangwilds, who was also helped out by Ragnar, who mm-hmm. eventually, um, he was kind of destroyer of the Fangwilds, but then he was like, hey, you know what? Uh, this is wrong. He's kind of like, had a like, character arc like, where it's like, this is wrong, and he actually yeah. goes out and help her with this, you know, kind of thing. Uh, I believe that's all the connections that come to mind. Do you have any others that come to mind? Uh, the uh, kind of futuristic one uh, with uh, Vector... Uh, Ada, uh, uh, what was, uh, uh, Baraza, I think that's how you say it. Right. Uh, um, kind of that futuristic post-apocalyptic com- yeah. connection. Um, uh, Sentinel, uh, is actually, uh, the first superhero, right? Uh, he's actually yes. helped out by Vector because Vector goes back to 1987 or so and helps out Sentinel, actually. So they're, mm-hmm. uh, he's kind of like a sidekick kind of thing. So that's that's another connection. Boom, right there. That yeah. I thought of. Um, but yeah, and then I guess, okay, the last connection I'll kind of leave off here, the actual last connection, is yeah. if that um, Bodvar, uh, uh, not, uh, well, Thor is a super fan specifically of Bodvar. It could be wrong. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of a, a little connection on its own because Thor, honestly, is a super fan. Um, the God of Thunder, of course, he's a super fan of the tournament. Obviously, the son of Odin. He lived in uh, uh, Asgard uh, slash, uh, and obviously can visit Valhalla anytime. Um, yeah. And, uh, he's always watched the tournament, of course. And I don't know. I, I wonder. Uh, is, was there a specific thing that made him join the tournament? Like, there's a specific, like, oh, I just turned 17. It's time to turn the tournament, tournament thing kind of thing? Uh, uh, I, I don't think so. I think he just kind of loves the, the, the fight. He just kind of loves that, maybe the adrenaline or just the victory. But, uh, yeah, he, I mean, he's driven to it, he, he's, or drawn to it, I should say. But I think ultimately it's just, just uh, his love for for fighting. 
that he's yeah. kind of the this co- cocky uh, dive in head first without a plan or anything kind of guy, which we also this is also the kind of Thor we see in Marvel at the beginning of uh, Thor the movie. So yeah, it, it's interesting to kind of see that that uh, that 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 side of Thor and not the side that is kind of noble and has kind of overcome his uh, his young stupidity and become more humble. But yeah. they're like, ah, let, let's make him the, the drunk, cocky, stupid guy that, <laughs> that, that seems more interesting. So, yeah, it, 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 it's, it, it's interesting the how they created these characters and all that and the connections they have, we have to them and mm-hmm. they have to each other. So, yeah, it's it's really fun reading through Meet the Legends, and you'll you'll get to see so many of the little connections, pick up on them, um, uh, and then uh, bridging off into these last about I'm gonna say seven minutes we have here. This makes a 45 minute episode. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we we can talk about the game experience, of course. And okay, so um, uh, when I decided for this episode to be made, um, of course, uh, my uh, amazing co-host Noah started playing the game. Uh, yep. I'd been playing it for a really long time uh, uh, beforehand, um, and then we started playing the game. Um, and it's just a really fun game to play, especially when you have someone else to play with. Um, yeah. Of course, just like any game, it can be very irritating at times. Uh, I will. Yeah. Admit, uh, I just patched up a hole in the wall from about a year ago from when I kicked it um, because of Brawlhalla, actually. So. Yeah. I've had a, I've had a few of those moments with other games. So. Yeah, games just just be like that. Um, mm. There's always going to be super tryhards, super freaking annoying people. I can I can rant for another four minutes about this, uh, but we won't go that far. Uh, so I don't know how's your gaming experience been with this uh, past couple of days uh, playing together in this past week of playing. Yeah, so you had uh, texted me. I think it was. A couple weeks ago, or I, I, it was whenever you, you uh, we started talking about last week's episode, and you kind of mentioned it to me, and uh, I downloaded it, and I started playing it, and I was just playing free-for-all, because uh, that's the only game mode that I, I saw that intri- intrigued me, or I kind of felt like it was good to kind of dip your feet and wet your feet into the game, and... I, I I sucked. I really did suck at first, uh, <laughs> but I did try. I did try to get to get the experience down and kind of understand it and all the all that stuff. And then me and you started playing, and you kind of you taught me more of the controls and everything that I had no idea how to how to use until you told yeah. until you you told me. So I I've become much better of a player now that I know <laughs> know the buttons and the controls and everything. Right. I think it was last night. Uh, well, it had to be a lot, had to be last night that, uh, you even, you even said that, uh, you think I'm better than you were at this point and yeah. possibly even better than you now. I've, I don't think so. I think I still got a lot of, lot of long way to go, but I, I, I definitely caught on and I think I'm, I am pretty good. Yeah. But, uh, like you said, sometimes it's just something about getting video games that just get under your skin and yeah. Uh, but but when it does work out, it's really fun. Of course, 
Uh, For sure. With, with games like Rocket League, Fortnite, um, I want to say Minecraft, but it's not really a, a win game. It's yeah. Like, uh, in, in, uh, in uh, what's it called? Um, the uh, Netherworld, is it called the Inworld? Uh, I think it's the... I want. I want to say because I know there's Ender Portals, but I think is it I the Ender World? It... It's just the Ender World. Yes. Yeah, Let's go with that. Let's go with that. I'm, I'm having a spasm here or something. I don't know. Whatever. Not the point. But <laughs> I haven't uh, played Minecraft in a long time, so yeah. We'll we'll have to do an episode on it eventually. There, there's actually oh, a lot Lord. of work associated with that. <sighs> a lot of research to do with that research, man. Um, but <laughs> um. Just just playing with someone and uh, overall just having fun and winning is uh, amazing. Uh, mm-hmm. and, um, that's 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 one side of it, but the only other side of video games, of course, is the hole where you get irritated. Uh, you have to patch up a hole in the wall, uh, but that's okay. Um, yeah, like it's worth it for how fun it can be. Because uh, when you when you have little challenges and you complete them, when you can level up through the battle pass. You have the little rewards to get. It's all like really fun and really satisfying, and just playing with someone uh, is is all around a fun experience. And winning together is really fun. And Brawlhalla does that really well, I believe. Yes, it does. And uh, I don't know. I think that we've pretty much have this episode wrapped in a bag. I think we did too. I think we've hit all our hit all the all the talking points. Yeah. Um, well, without further ado, this has been One Way or Another Podcast. See ya. See ya.